0: Welcome back to Urban Theology. This is the 10th episode. Thank you for sticking with us thus far. We've taken you in so many different directions, but today's episode will be the end of season one. So I'm I'm excited for us, man.
1: Man, welcome to the season finale, man. We made it. Season one.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I actually didn't have our normal intro, so pardon me (laughs) if you've gotten used to the way that I intro the show, but this is the season finale. We're not going away forever. We're just going to take some time out to listen back to some of the episodes, uh, have some more time with God, and also get ready for season two where we're going to give you some more compelling and insightful conversations.
1: Yeah, man, we're definitely going to go back into the lab and cook up some stuff for y'all for season two, man. Season one was really fun. Um, Definitely something that came from a conversation and we turned it into reality. Um, And we look forward to bringing even more fun and, you know, innovative topics to season two.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So without any delay, let me go ahead and break this podcast open with a quick opening prayer. Uh, dear Father, we thank you for allowing us to begin this podcast, and we thank you for allowing us to end this season. Everything that has a beginning must end. So we just ask that as we close this season out, you'll come within our midst, allow us to educate the listeners, on things that are heavenly, things that are godly, um, and allow everybody who's listening to be touched by the things that we say. And we just ask that you'll help us bring more glory to your name. In my name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Right. So today's episode, it's the last episode of the season. And the way we want to structure this is every season is going to have 10 episodes, right? So we're going to kind of freestyle this. You know, we've been giving you guys detailed episodes on like one subject matter but this is the episode where we just want to feel like we, we just want to talk about how we feel what's going on with us and uh, prior to this we did figure out okay th- these are the topics that we want to kind of drill into so uh, let's just jump right into it and before we even get into anything how are you doing what's going on
1: man i'm okay bro just hanging in there like you dog. just taking the a- Man, one day at a time. Um I've I've knocked down two books. I'm um, during this quarantine. I'm on my on my third book, so I feel really good. Do you wanna give the people the names What kind of um so the first book that I read was um Relationship Goals, the Mike Todd book. Relationship goals. Goal, oh, look at goal. you. And it was it was it was a good book. Finished that and then um I read um I read this other book called Relational Intelligence by Dr. Darius Daniels. He's a pastor. So that book was was pretty dope and now now this book that I'm reading is on, like, neuroscience. Basically, it's called Your Brain on Porn. So it's just, like, talking about oh, wow. um, that neuroscience of pornography and just the damages it does to to people. So that's just an education to read. But,
0: God, you are ready for marriage, bro. This, like, this you're reading books guy. that deal with
1: relationships. Oh, and, man. bro, you're ready, man. I'm, I'm proud of you, bro. Man, I I free <laughs> oh, this you. are cooking. I'm my cookies, son, for now. <laughs> But no, I'm I'm good, bro, just so I'm taking it one day at a time, trying to take care of my mental in the words of Marshawn Lynch. What about you, man? How you been holding up? Nice. Bro, I've been been up and down. I'm going to tell you the truth. I've been up and down. So
0: I kind of touched on this prior to the episode, but there are times where I feel really good, but there are also times where I'm sticking to my plan. I have this long-term plan, and it takes a lot of hard work. And these little things happen where it just – it makes me question myself. It makes me think, should I really be doing this? Should I do I really have to wait this long to get to this goal that I've set? So I'm up and down but I'm still thankful that God has kept me here. I'm healthy. I didn't work out this entire week. We just actually went to brunch. I ate, yo, I ate three of the biggest pancakes you've ever seen, yo. but it was it was scrumptious, you know had a great time. So, I'm feeling all right, man. I'm feeling all right. And you know, with that, I wanted to go into our first thing that we want to touch on, which is just success because a lot of men and women right now they're walking through the world and they're taking various paths to what they feel is success. You know, so I wanted us to talk about that since this is our like just figure out how we feel, get into our minds episode how is success? How are you chasing success? What do you, what do you want to accomplish before you can say you're successful? Let's dive into that.
1: Man, that's a, that's a big question. When you think of um, success, what does success mean? Because you can ask five different people, and you'll get five different, um, different answers for what success means, right? So yeah. I think what we're going to do is kind of start at the base level, right? So okay. f- for me, what I think of um, success right i think that is like a man or a woman a person right you um doing well in every area of life right being successful right so you're prospering spiritually physically mentally financially right everything that has to do with you is in good standing right to me that's success right? i don't just define it by this amount of money is in my bank account right i think yeah a bunch of things you can use to quantify success right so you have felt healthy friendships you know work is going well your spiritual walk is is going well you know to me success is multifactor right but i feel like for me there's a temptation sometimes to base my success on how much money i'm getting or what what um what financial endeavors i'm about to you know put money into not
0: only you it's a lot of people that yeah. think that way yeah. you
1: know what i'm saying and it's I, I feel like it's not a bad way to think I think if you don't have your heart in the right place, you're um, you might go to the extreme, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and you know, in terms of success, if 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 I if I want to keep it simple, I just want God to be happy with me, of course, you know. And then when I think about things that I could do to make God happy with me, I think about having a family. I think about providing for my family. I think about being a leader. So. Those are, the, those are the things that hang over my head when I think about success, right? But then as you're walking on this earth and as you're going through the day-to-day, you have these smaller goals that come up that also define success. Like right now I'm studying for this exam, my CFA exam, and I'm like, Yo, I want to pass that because if I don't pass that, then that's – I don't feel like I'll be unsuccessful in life, but it's like, hey, that's one of the things that I'm looking at to – climb on my success ladder right so success for me like I said in its simplest form is I want to do things that make that bring glory to God and make God happy you know and I guess if you then drill down into like individual smaller things I think I and it's not a small thing but for me success is I want to settle down and have a family like, that's, that's my whole thing with
1: success. I think, like, what you said is interesting because, like, some people might say, like, your definition of success is simple. But if you think about it, right, like, the way I see success is a series of, like, good decisions, right? And Facts. whatever your goal is, whether it's career or, like you said, it's to get married or settle down, like, whatever that goal is, right, like, these series of, of steps, I'm saying that I follow through on like that's ultimately is what going to lead me to Mm -hmm. success right whatever that looks like whether that's success spiritually or like growth or whatever the case may be it's a series of those small decisions that I make that lead me to the ultimate goal but I think a healthy way to also think of success just kind of add to what you said is man like celebrating the small victories or like the little things that you're doing on that road to success, where I think, cause we look at Instagram, we just see Damn. oh the finished product, we see the car, the yeah. home, and all this stuff. Like, oh, but the whole time, you don't know. Bro,
0: everybody pays for their car in cash, yo. <laughs> on Instagram,
1: <laughs> bro, <Bruh. laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't be knowing, like you don't know, like yeah. you know, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes, like you don't know the work that you know that individual put into get to where they are. So I just think we should be very careful on you know comparing ourselves to other people yeah. you know? and, and
0: we were talking about something where people always see the success that people have and they want that same success but they don't want the responsibility you know we were just talking about that and that that that's so true because everybody will see what somebody has you know they'll say okay he has a tesla okay he has jewelry he has whatever it is and they'll say okay yeah he did xyz to get there he went ahead and Let's just say he got a better job. He moved to a different state. He did that. But you have to dig a little bit deeper, you know, and you don't see the responsibility. You don't see how subservient this person was to God. You don't see the sacrifices, the things that they really had to give up to get to that point. And all you want is just the merits. All you want is just the
1: the gold. The finished product.
0: And I've, I've been there, you know, even right now where I'm at, where I want to go, my exam, is, it's only once a year. So at the very least, you're going to spend three years trying to get your CFA. I'm on my level two. I failed the level two last year. So I've spent two years studying for one exam, knowing that I have another year to study for another exam. Do you know how exhausting <laughs> that is? Yeah. And it's, you go on Instagram and like I said, everybody's paying cash for a car now. And I'm just sitting here like, bro, I don't have that amount of cash to buy that car. You know, and I'm also seeing things like people saying, hey, I just got this job. I'm making this amount of money. I'm buying this. I'm buying that. And sometimes it it, it does get to me and I'm like, wait a minute, should I really be doing this? Like, is there something going on with me? Why, why, why is God blessing them and God not blessing me?
1: now it's funny you say that because i'm in a season like that to where um i'm not even gonna say i'm struggling but sometimes when i see things i be thinking like dang dog, like what am i doing right but there's something interesting you said i think one thing we a lot of what we do is we're so hard on ourselves in terms of how we are as critics right we critics like we're our, our own harshest critics to the to the extreme right that we ignore all of the great things that we're doing right all of the great things that we're blessed to be able to do right and like in, in your um, example you studying for you know that exam bro once you pass that exam right and you get that salary bump or whatever nobody's gonna know nobody's gonna know what you had to go through to get that nobody's gonna know like what you had to do to actually put in the work to get to yeah. where you are right they're just gonna see oh they're gonna this boy has it all Together, but they don't know you failed that job like twice, where they don't know the struggle, yeah, you know, that that went into it. Same thing with my life. People don't know the stuff that I've i struggled with to get to um where where I'm at, right? It's 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 hard, man. It's it takes a lot of I'm a lot of work. I think for me sometimes when I see people doing their thing, I'm like, oh, what are they doing that I'm not doing? You know, but one thing I've learned with that is there's two sides to it, right? There's people that genuinely work hard for the things that they have, right? They, you know, they hustle, they they get it the right way. But on the flip side, right, there are people like our, our honorable, I'm never going to call them honorable, but our brother Hush Puppy, you know, <laughs> people that, you know, steal and present a certain lifestyle, right? You know, there's people that do things like that. You don't know. One day's for the owner, man. Bro, yeah. say it one more time. <laughs> one day will yeah. be for the owner. Exactly. And you don't know what people do to get what they have. So just always um, know that everything that glitters isn't gold.
0: Yeah, And I, I know for me, one thing that helps is understanding that, The hardest struggle I've went through, Jesus Christ went through it, you know. And I I remember this scripture where Jesus was saying, "Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done." You know, Jesus was going through so much stuff, and imagine having the power to stop all of this, you know. But he knew that God's will had to be done, you know. And in my journey, I'm looking at myself, and I'm looking around me, and I'm saying, okay, these are the things that I have prayed for, this plan, right? I've told God, please, help me figure out what I'm supposed to do, okay? I want to make you happy. I want to be able to provide for my family. I want to be able to settle down. And God has given me gifts, right? Like, I'm I'm gifted in finance, right? I love talking about finance. I love everything finance, and this challenge of the CFA exam is to let myself know like hey I'm top of the top in finance. I know everything that I'm doing. So God has given me that. You know, and as I'm on this journey, there are times where I'm sitting there, I'm like, God, please take the CFA exam from me. Like I just wanna I just wanna, you know, chill. I don't want to have to sit on the sidelines. But for me it's always just thinking about Jesus Christ and everything he went through. And am I who am I to to, to say that my suffering is more than his suffering, the fact that he was able to withstand everything that was going on with him. So I look at it like, I'm going to keep on praying, I'm going to keep on being patient, and I'm going to keep on working on my time. You know, like this schedule of mine where it's like, hey, even though this exam will take three years, God has taken me past level one, level two. The main reason why I failed level two is because I didn't study for level two. You know, I had my master's in finance and I was like, yeah, I'm probably going, it's multiple choice. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably going to kill this level two and level two killed me, you know? So it's like, I'm going to stay on my journey and I'm going to just be humble. And they always say comparison is a thief of joy. And that is 100% true. You know, sometimes you're happy. And you look somewhere else, and you see something you weren't even thinking about that. You weren't even thinking about that, but now it's long throat. Now I was like, "Oh, I want that now because right. that looks better."
1: So I'm minding my own business right now, man. You you know what's so lot about what you said? I was literally talking to my therapist about that last week. I was talking to him about comparison, right, and like comparing myself to to other people. And he said the same thing you said: comparison being the thief of of joy, cause it's like, bro, like in that moment, uh, you forget what you have, and it makes you, it makes you resent God in a way, right? That yes. you shouldn't, that you shouldn't resent him, because His love for us is not based off of things, right, and quality of of life, right? Cause the way, at least us in the Western world, the way we view God's goodness is, I have money in my bank account, I have my home, I have my car, I have all this stuff, right? Stuff is the measurement of God's love when. In actuality, like no, his measurement of love towards us is the mercy, the grace, allowing us to see another day, right? Good yeah. health, all of those things, right? Because if I, if I lose that, bro, I can't, I can't even enjoy all this stuff that I have. Facts. If my soul isn't doing well, my body isn't doing well, I can't enjoy that stuff. But like, comparison, bro, it's gonna make you so sad. But even as men, it's a natural thing for us to come measure up ourselves oh, yeah. our oh, mans, yeah. right? Yeah. People we yeah. know, yeah. people like acquaintances, like, like all this dude's getting money, bro. like, especially, bro, we know people that are getting money, bruh, like, we, we yeah. not to brag, we know people that are actually, like, hustling, and it's like, yeah. bro, like what? Hush puppy money? No, no. <laughs> not hush puppy, but yeah. it's still good money, you know, yeah. relative yeah. to, yeah, you know, our, yeah. relative yeah. to our normal lifestyles, but it's just like, comparing yourself to another man is always gonna make you feel inadequate and not happy know with yourself and even just what god is doing in your life man just know this like you're enough man everything you're doing is enough the work you're putting in is enough and trust your journey it's unique to you
0: yeah and you know you you try and eat another man's food you might get an upset stomach everything like you you're looking at it and it looks appeasing but that might not be for you you know and there's so many scenarios i know in my personal life like people that i know that have had that appetite for something that is not theirs and they're only looking at it from oh the money aspect you know oh the flashiness aspect and then they chase that thing and they get it and they regret it in the end you know so I I would say search within yourself and see what is making you long for these things you know because you want to be able to hit the issue at the root and I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and shake some tables or shake some aunties at this time because, unfortunately, some of the comparison comparison issues come from our parents. Yep. You know, like it started from when we were young, where it's like, hey, everything was compared, and now we're the adults and we got to break out of that.
1: And the comparison thing, even coming from our parents, it used to blow me as a kid, man. Okay. I was so annoyed why my mom would. Compare me to my friends and stuff. She actually stopped doing that when I got older. But when I was a kid, it used to annoy me. that You can't motivate somebody by comparing them to somebody else. Man,
0: if I went back to my mom right now and I said, hey, remember when you used to compare me to this, this, this person? Where I've been now. Exactly. You know, because there were some comparisons that were made at the time back then. And I'm like, hey, look how how I turned out.
1: Look at them them now.
0: Look, it gets dangerous because we were talking about this you take that comparison mindset and you have the mind, you add the mindset of trying to survive, right? So it becomes that much more dangerous. So we were just talking about how when our parents came here, you know, we're both not Our parents came here. It was, their mentality was, okay, I'm trying to survive, you know, and they, it wasn't like, we were saying how they didn't have this mindset of, okay, I'm trying to save for the next. I'm trying to pass. It's just, I'm trying to survive right now, and then when you add that with this whole thing about comparison, oh, what, did, what does that person have? Imagine you, imagine you, you know how on the Titanic, right? Like Rose is on that little piece. Imagine just looking at somebody else floating around and be like, oh, I wanna, I wanna float on that, and just thinking about how crazy that is when you're managing what you have, but you're looking at somebody <laughs> else and saying, oh, I need to go get that and. you're trying to hang on for life yep so
1: it's problematic man it's problematic it is man we definitely have to like as this generation just we gotta break out stop it you know and and that type of mentality and and lifestyle and just way of thinking and living because it's not gonna bring you any joy it's gonna make your life feel miserable because you're never going to feel like you have enough, right? And exactly. And what is enough?
0: What is enough? That's that's another question you got. to ask. What
1: exactly is
0: enough? Some people can't answer that because you can sit here and if you're the type of person that's just, oh, I'm looking here, oh, they have this, I need that. There's always going to be somebody who has more, okay? You're never going to be satisfied. You're just going to be somebody who's walking through life as a
1: zombie <laughs> waiting for the next thing to chase yeah. Man, just learn contentment. I think that's the antidote oh, to yeah. So all of this right but contentment doesn't mean complacency right Facts. contentment means i'm okay with what i have right what i have is good but that also doesn't stop you from working digitally 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 how do you say that word diligently yes that word <laughs> it, it helps you i um, work in a manner where you have a healthy mindset of, of, of why you're working
0: yeah no i like that i like that and, and and God also provides for all of our needs. you know. And when he provides for all of our needs, that's if you need a car, he's giving you a car. Just because you don't have the Ferrari, that's not, oh, God does not love me. God does not provide <laughs> yeah. me. Sometimes people look at it from that standpoint. Like, oh, God hasn't given me the Ferrari. But you're in a car right now complaining about the Ferrari going right. to a
1: place that you couldn't get to without the car. <laughs> you know what it is, man? I think it's also this... this this distorted view of God, right? Mm, Okay. So if he's not giving you the best of something, does that mean he's not good? No. Like you said, the car, he's giving you what you need. What you need is a car, right? Uh What you need is food, right? What you need is a home. It gives you what you need. Like, I think our struggle is we always act as if what he's what he gives us is isn't good enough for no Facts. the bible says right every good and perfect gift it comes from above so everything he gives us is good it's a good gift it's it's perfect or imagine if i had that mindset or we had that mindset you know everything god gives me is good god i thank you for what you have given me and i'm appreciative of even what you will give me in the future but i thank you for what you give me now imagine if that was the way you thought about everything he gave you
0: bro let me let me tell you something so I, and this is just a random thought that I had, right? But for the longest time, I, so everybody's been getting Invisalign and I don't have any problem with anybody who gets Invisalign. Hey, you want to get Invisalign? That's fine. I don't think you're good. You're bad. None, none of that. Do what you want to do. But I've always been thinking about it. I'm like, God has given me these teeth. And first of all, Invisalign is expensive. All right, right? I mean, I'm trying to save that bread. It's expensive. But I've been thinking about it. I'm like, there's this little gap. But when I sometimes i see people's posts on instagram and and i see people tagging uh crest they're like oh tag Crest! Oh, look at your smile oh. <laughs> bro, bro i would be like hey man i need to get my teeth like that too and then i'll wake up and i'm like yo what is wrong with you like your teeth are fine like you can chew you can smile it's just okay this gap but I don't look at the gap as something that's bad until I see people commenting on other people talking about something, oh, tag Colgate, tag Crest. Mm. I'm like, nobody's tagging Crest, <laughs> Colgate on my smile. <laughs> so I'm looking at that and I'm just, I, I literally have to smack myself and be like, bro, you really are not worried about this. It's only because you're seeing little steeper comments and you're like, I want that. Yeah. You know, and I'd be having to bring myself back down. Like, bro, if you don't go relax and calm yourself down. <laughs> you know, so that's just one thing that I look at. And I'm just thankful to God for just giving me, you know, even though the world might say it's imperfect. You know, like somebody might see my team and say, oh yeah, you could use it. And my dentist definitely told me that, but she's just trying to get more money off of me. You know, but it's just like, I'm thankful for everything God has given me, every imperfection he's given me. And it's just one of those things that defines me and
1: makes me who I am. So I'm good with it all, man. That's awesome, man. I always have that mindset, like, I'm good the way that I am, right? The way that he made me, that comes with everything. I'm, I'm good, okay. man. I'm always going to be good. I'm going to be good now. I'm going to be good in the future. Let's, let's
0: talk about it. So
1: let's, let's go into money. Yep. We, we'll probably have another
0: episode where we just focus on money. But Dude, briefly. You know, are you good with the money God is giving you right now? Um, I'm. I'm doing better. I'm yeah, not I'm not going to yeah, yeah. say I'm,
1: I'm. I'm perfect. I'm doing. I'm doing better. Definitely like using budgeting. I'm trying not to um, spend too much because before, like, like I'm a spender. Like by, by, by the way, um, this is one thing I've, I've learned, like, in just learning about finance and different things. It's okay. However, like, it's okay to be who you are. However, that is with money, right? But the thing is. I'm learning is you have to be flexible in your approach right in the sense that if you're a spender you got to be comfortable with budgeting mm-hmm. you got to be comfortable with budgeting and not spending willy-nilly right but if also on the flip side if you're more frugal and you save a lot you also got you also gotta be okay living a little like yeah like yeah. don't punish like yourself so i'm learning that regardless of where you land on that spectrum it's okay but just make um adjustments to live accordingly like for me that's what i'm doing making an adjustment trying to budget Trying to save, be be more responsible. Um, yeah. Trying to pay off debt, um, bro. I'm I'm on, I'm I'm on this. My girl got me on this though, honestly. But I was kind of on it a little bit before, but she's like really championed it, cause she's big on that. But like definitely trying to get us rid of, um, rid of rid of as much debt as I can. Yeah. What about you, man? What are your goals? Bro,
0: I'm an ex-big spender, you know, so I'm no longer in that category. <laughs> thank God. But now I'm I'm a big saver. Okay, I, I do a lot of saving and. I also have some debt that I'm trying to pay off, but it's all attainable. And I, I'm I'm also thankful for where I'm at in life because if I think back to three years ago, to the type of money I was making, the debt that I was in, to where I'm at now, you know, like I'm God has been good to me. God has been good to me. But I do know, I mean, there, there's sometimes where it's like oh, I want to make more money. You know, I want to and. It's basically like I'm gonna chase more money, you know, I wanna make more money. I need mean, if I can get to this amount,
1: then everything will be great. It's, it's, honestly, That's never gonna cause when you even you get to that amount, you still have issues, right? Bro You still will. Bro, do you ever remember when you used to
0: think about making the money you're making now? Bro. And how you felt
1: life was going to be Bro, do you know what blows me? <laughs> it bro, Biggie said it best. More money, more problems. Man. Thanks. Like, I used
0: to drink, I'd be like, yo, when I get to this amount, oh, it's over for the game, bro. man. Wait till they see me and I get to this amount.
1: Bro. And I got to that amount, and
0: I'm like, eh, it's just, bro, and it's not like tax, kosher.
1: Taxes, bro, once you once you hit a certain tax bracket, the way they tax you is wild, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Bro, I mean, all I'm going to say about that is, I'm, I'm, I'm going to mirror what you said, you know, more money, more problems. And the things that you have prayed for when you get to that point there are other obstacles that also graduate with you yep, you know yep. the little problems you had then they say oh he's making more money now okay he like to spend a little bit he like to spend a little bit money on maybe his shoes Well, you get to here and your shoes get a little bit more expensive or you get to this point
1: and your responsibilities get a little bit more oh, expensive I, I feel like the big thing that I was not prepared for is your responsibilities going up Yeah. Like you have more things you're responsible for, more things that you have to take care of, more, even more people that are dependent on you. You know, all of that comes with when you get more. And we don't really think of that. We only think of what immediately benefits us. What I'm going to get, what's going to come out of here for me.
0: And for me, I just want to make sure I remain humble and just thankful because I am at a point where I used to pray for. You know, I used to pray to, okay, I want to make this amount of money. And now that I've gotten here, I do have more responsibilities, but I've gotten here. Yep. That's that. That's something to say. It. Like these are things that I prayed for. So now am I going to go to God and say, God, you really, you really pulled a number on me. Sure. I asked you for this, and you gave me this. But I have more responsibilities. God doesn't bless us just to be lazy. (laughs) All right. God is not going to bless you just to sit in your seat and just do nothing. No, God is going to bless you. And you are going to have more responsibilities. You are going to have more things that you need to do that will bring more glory to God. So I I thank God. And that's something that I work on in terms of just, just being happy with what God has given me. And it's not as if I'm sitting back and I'm saying, Hey, I don't want to work hard. Because as long as I work hard and I continue to be thankful to God, give him all praise and all glory. I know he'll take me to heights that I've never dreamed of, you know, but for me, it's just, when God blesses me with something, I want to make sure that I'm letting him know, thank you. Like I'm appreciative of everything you,
1: you've given me because I needed it. Man. Another thing too, I was going to share is like, like when you get blessed, right. Blessings aren't just for you. Right. So blessings are also for Mm -hmm. you to bless other people, right. Like part of even the money you have, some of it you have to give away. Yeah. Besides, yeah. I mean, besides what you save and, you know, you, you pay bills. What I mean by is there's always going to be somebody that, that has a need, right? Uh-huh. Right. And if you can meet a need and bless somebody, God is going to always take care of you, bro. Like I always think about that too, right? He always makes sure you're good as long as you take care of other people. He's always going to make sure he look out for you, right? So always have that mindset as well too, right? If wherever I can help, it doesn't mean overextend yourself, but it's just where you can help. Give away, like, just, just help.
0: And another thing is when you're giving away money, do not look at it like an investment, okay? If I invest in a company, I'm thinking, okay, this company's going to grow. They're going to do much better. Maybe they'll give me dividends. If you give away some money to somebody on the street, I've, I've, I've heard people say, oh, he's got a cigarette in his hand. I'm not giving him this money because he's just going to go and buy cigarettes. That is not up to you, okay? That is not your call. All you're supposed to do is just help somebody out okay and it's not something that you can say okay just because I gave you know I have all the grace in the world you know no it's this this is not an investment where it's like you do something and you can calculate the return on it all right you you, I I don't if if I see a homeless person and I've seen friends say this you know like Mm -hmm. oh if he can hold a sign he can go work at McDonald's he can go do this he can go do that and I'm just like look that's not, it I don't know what's going on in his life, but I know somebody who is, I know somebody who's in control, and that is God. And me giving this person money, I know that is good in the eyes of the Lord. I know I'm helping him out, so I'm going to do it. I'm not his financial advisor. Yeah. Yo, people be, homeless people, financial advisor. Hey, his net worth is $500 because he has an Apple phone, so he should be able to leverage. Yeah. I'm like,
1: bro, you don't even look at your own finances like yeah. that, yo. Probably saying all that, man. Like, it's, it's honestly, the Bible also tells us, man, giving and it shall be given. Yeah. Once you, like, just, just give, right? And, th- and this goes for all of life, right? So that means also helping you know, help the homeless. And also, just like, you know, family or even people you know that may be struggling. Like if they come to you, you know, and they're, you know, they down in their luck, just help where you can. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think part of what we are created for is to meet needs where, where we can. That's like, we're God's blessings to others people right because when you give it like you said the investment i'm not thinking of oh i'm gonna get something back for this i'm giving it to you because you need it it's later that god will come and look out yeah and bless you with god will judge
0: you according to yeah, yeah. Where,
1: where you don't expect it, like, oh my this you know what i'm saying and he's taking account of that yeah right? you know what i'm saying like he loves those things even the bible says he created us for good he created us for good works beforehand so that we'd work in them right so we were made to do good things so just yeah. just do it, give it away. Don't think too much about, you know, this person or situation. Help where you can and God will take care of the rest.
0: Yeah, facts. So we've talked about quite a few blessings that God has given us. We've talked about, you know, how grateful we are, but how do we actually make time for God? You know, cuz I think we live in a world that you can easily get consumed by day-to-day stuff. I mean, Monday through Friday, most people they, they, they work and then Saturday through Sunday it's always something popping on the social scene. Sometimes you're volunteering. So, so many things I could take away from you actually setting aside time for God. So, what are some ways that we? What are some ways
1: that you set time aside for God? Um. So one thing I do is um, um I do like um, if I if I can do reading plans. Like like Bible reading plans on, on the phone. So I yeah. look for I look for stuff to to do on there. Um I re, I read some with my girlfriend, I read some on my own. So I would I'll try to go through at least like right now I'm reading three plans. So one one with her and two two on my own, right? So I would i will read I'll use that time to you know to read scriptures, read the devotional right. and pray. Even before you know it, you've used like, you know, thirty minutes, right? Just yeah. start start there. Like the thing is just trying to find a way you can set, set time aside for God, because it's going to help you just start your day off on a better foot. I've realized with me, the days that I usually tend to have that are usually the worst, are because I didn't, I didn't have devotional time, whether that was reading yeah. the Bible and praying. If I didn't have that time, usually my day was open to all times of You rubbish. ever have a
0: day where you were prepared for all the craziness that was happening because you prayed in the morning?
1: Yeah, I've, I've, had, I've had those days. Yeah, And usually those yeah. days, I'm a, lot less, I'm a lot less angry, I'm a lot yeah. less... Um, Like, snappy, like, I'm not ready to always just respond. Some things I'm like, you know what, you got it. I'm gonna protect my peace. And usually, on those days when i um, now, it doesn't mean those days are perfect. It just means I'm more equipped for what's gonna hit the fan that day or what may hit the fan that Mm -hmm. day. So, I would suggest if you can, man, just start with, you know, doing a plan or try to do like a monthly Bible plan if you know somebody that's doing that or a church. Try to follow those. Usually, those will kind of help you set time aside for God.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. So, for me, one thing i do and i it's up to you how you want to handle your relationship so me and my girl because we are on the phone so much like typically we're on the phone late i'll be talking to her we always pray at night you know we always have our nightly prayer routine and that's just because if we're talking to each other that late sometimes you know hey we love each other we care for each other it's like all right babe i'll talk to you later I might forget to pray. She might forget to pray. So we don't want to be the reason because we're up late talking to each other. And we say, oh, that's why we didn't pray. That's, that's an excuse. So me and her, we usually pray every night. There might be one night out of a month that we don't pray together. But, yeah, that's something that we've grown accustomed to. Another thing that I – I mean, the podcast, Urban Theology, you know, that's something where the reason why I was so open to this was just – I mean, it's, it's another avenue where we can discuss God, where we can talk about God, where we can talk about scripture. Uh, so that's something that we do on a weekly basis. Um, well, we're actually, this is the last episode of the season, but uh, we do that on a weekly basis and it's refreshing for me. You know, like I have friends that we could talk about everything from sports, coming back to August offseason, all this random crazy stuff that really I leave the conversation and I'm like, yo. That was sweet, but it ain't really nourishing me, you know? But we have these conversations, and I go home, and I'm like, yo, my stomach's full. Like, I ate a a good meal, you know? So I'm doing that as well. One thing I can start to pick back up on, I used to, prior to the pandemic and that hit in March, (laughs) every morning I would go to my Bible app and read the scripture of the day and meditate on that. Now, once I started working from home, it got different because – if I had to work at nine, I'm getting up at like 8:45 and I'm logging on, so I need to get better on that. You know I, I just realized that, but that was a routine that it helped me so much. You know, after praying in the morning and then actually reading the word of the day, meditating on it, I, I used to have things happen to me, but it's like the rain's going to come down, okay? It's, you're going to have rainy days, but when you have that umbrella ready, and it's just like, hey, the rain's coming down, but it's not really affecting you. People start to look at you crazy like, yo, what is is it about this guy? That's where I want to be, you know. So I'm going to get back to that, just reading scripture daily. Um, I always do another Bible study on Sunday uh, after church with my girl, do a Bible study. But these are things that you can implement. These are things that it just involves being intentional. The same way that you say, okay, I go to work from 9 to 5. Some of y'all, as soon as 5 o'clock (laughs) is, it's like, yo, I'm out of there. You can do the same thing with, with, with God. You know, it's like, okay, hey, every day I'm going to make sure I open up my Bible. I'm going to make sure I close my eyes and have some alone time with God. And it's going to be from, I don't know, my lunch break from 12 to 12, 15. And you never know where your spirit is going to lead you, right? You could be praying for 10 minutes and whatever is going on in your life could cause you to pray for 15, 20
1: minutes, 30 minutes. And you look up and it's like... Yo, wait a minute. God, was I just talking to you for this long? You <laughs> you know when, when you have those moments, that's because the spirit is helping you. I've had moments yeah. like that too where I'm just I like, have, yeah. You know, you'd be like, I'm just gonna do this chill prayer. And then like he starts dropping people in your head, uh-huh. you start praying for them, you start praying about people and just different you start you just start going in, right? And those yeah. be the most powerful times of prayer. Like like my brother was saying, man, if you just make the effort and start, God will help you do the rest.
0: Yes, sir. So let's go ahead and get into some scripture. So the scripture that I want to get into today is from the book of First Timothy. First Timothy chapter 6, and I'm going to read verses 6 through 11. <clears throat> All right. But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out, and having food and raiment, Let us be there with content, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love patience meekness all right one thing i'm gonna say sometimes people say i don't know how to pray i'm like if you read your bible you will know how to pray like a prayer is oh god please allow me to flee these things that are taking me further away from you and bring me closer to righteousness godliness faith love patience meekness like the bible can teach you how to pray just open up your bible and read the bible so i I chose this, I chose these verses just because I felt like it it summarized everything that we're kind of talking about today. You know how we were talking about just being happy with what God has given you. You know, verse 8 says, and having food and raiment, raiment is clothing, let us there there with let us be there with content. God has given us like we don't think about this, but God has given us food where we don't have to go throughout the day saying, yo this hunger is killing me bro like we're talking about the extra things above the things that are necessities we're talking about the luxuries okay oh i don't have the bends that i want like that
1: <laughs> that's our problem there. can you so, imagine
0: so i'm i'm content with everything god has given me you know because i know he's looking out for me i know he's taking care of me and uh, verse 10 for the love of money is the root of all evil it's not as if i don't want to have a good career and I don't want to progress up the, up the ladder and make more money. That's not it, but I'm not putting, I don't love money more than I love God, you know, and that's, that's the biggest thing for me. So those, that,
1: those are the verses I wanted to jump into. How about you? Man, for me, man, I got Matthew seven, I'm um, 24 to 25 and I'm gonna read it. It says everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock, right? And just if you think about that, man, that applies to all of our lives, right? And Jesus is just telling us, if we build our life, right, which is the house, we build it on the rock, the issues are going to come, right? That's going to be financial issues, health issues, all these things, right? All these things are going to come, all these challenges, right? But because um, we build our life on it, we're not going to be moved, right? Mm-hmm. whatever, whatever circumstances or challenges or, or whatever rut that I'm in, you know, because I've built my life on him, you know, I'm going to be straight. I'm going to be okay. You know, coming out on, on the other side. And I think having that um type of mindset, right. And faith and belief will just give you peace in every circumstance of, of life, man. And yeah, that's, that's my word of the day for y'all. And Thank you. Oh, and I
0: want to thank everybody. God bless all of you because we last episode, we started last episode and I think we were at nine ratings and I just asked a little favor, you know, I ain't asked too much, but you guys have exceeded our expectations. Okay. I opened up the review section in the Apple podcast platform and we have 12 ratings. So I want to thank everybody. God bless you all. You guys are amazing. I didn't expect that. Just overachievers.
1: Wow. Most definitely, man. Uh, we appreciate all the love y'all have shown us in season one man we, we are thankful for the ratings and hopefully y'all give us more ratings going into season two. Oh, of course and we want to let you know we are going to be coming back we're just going to take
0: about a month just to gather our thoughts and figure out how we going to grace the the, the the season two of the podcast so we're not we're not down and out just give us some time and we'll have some things dropping in in that month that we're gone. So stick with us. Continue to show us love on the ratings panel. Continue to subscribe. Continue to share. And if you ever need to reach out to us, maybe we're saying something. Maybe we're doing something that is just odd, that is weird. Hey, you never know. Reach out to us. Our social media platform on Instagram is urban theology underscore you can reach out to me my personal instagram is long
1: live toby t-o-b-e that is long live t-o-b-e and you can find me on rice underscore and underscore stew and that's both on instagram and twitter if you want to reach out got feedback you know whatever whatever is on your, your heart or your mind you know you can shoot it my way or shoot it my brother's way
0: yes sir well hey everybody remain blessed thank you for tuning in this has been season one Until season two.
1: Man, we'll catch y'all later.
0: Yeah, peace. Be blessed.